Welcome to She Tells, a podcast about motherhood, friendship, adulting, and everything in between. I'm your host, Marcy. I hope you're ready to join me for today's conversation. Let's get right to it. Welcome back, listeners. How's it going? How's it going, Kim? Hey, it's it's going good. I, I know you're a little under the weather, girl. I've been praying for you. How are you feeling? I am. I am. I've been having a few rough nights and, you know, some some days, but every day I'm a little mm-hmm. better. So if you guys hear me cough here and there, just know that I am coughing because I'm getting over some type of viral infection that... I was just grateful for last week that little Gigi was getting over it. And then now I have it. I think my mom has it too. So we're both uh, under the weather here. Um, But she's at home. I'm at at my home. So there's that. Yeah, Yeah, y'all definitely, y'all get better. I know you sound better than what you did before, but yeah, definitely work on getting better. Yes, thank you. So yeah, I probably sound like a little congested man, (laughs) but um, it's all good. (laughs) But yeah. How's your week been? How you been oh, doing? Oh boy. So can I vent? Can I vent just for a second? Of course. Um, so on one of our recent podcasts, I was grateful for my handyman getting over COVID. And he was supposed to come out here this week, as a matter of fact, to hang up our chandelier, our curtains, artwork, everything. Because, you know, mm-hmm. it's I have a two-story uh, ceiling in my living room. So, mind you, when we hired him, we <laughs> we told him we have 20-foot ceilings. We actually sent him a video, and the video, you know, just kind of showing him around the living room area to see, you know, where he would be working. And, uh, yeah, he was totally cool with it. He was like, not a problem, you know. I can go ahead and uh, take care of that for you. It'll be blah, blah, blah amount of money. So, okay, cool. Uh, He shows up on, on Wednesday. Didn't even make it out on Tuesday when he initially was supposed to be here. Shows up on Wednesday and I'm watching him from my office. I'm working, I'm in a meeting and I'm working and I see him go past my office with this like standard ladder. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what, what is he doing with that ladder? Like, we told you two stories in the living room, bruh. So, um, he, I hear him talking to my husband, but I can't hear what's being said because I'm on a call. And, uh, mm-hmm. he, he goes back outside, comes back in with a really long ladder. This time he's got some other guy with him helping him. So, uh, then I'm hearing him talk again to, to my husband. And I'm like, what is going on? So then he leaves, mind you, I'm still in this meeting. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, are y'all putting up my curtains, my art? What, what's going on? So I come out, I'm finally out of this meeting and I go upstairs and I'm like, Tony, what's, what's happening? He was like, Oh, his ladder was not tall enough. And he doesn't know when he's going to be able to get back out here because now he has to get pricing for scaffolding. Sir, what? Stop it. It took you a month to get out here. Like, can't <laughs> make it make uh, sense. <laughs> uh, I'm so done. <laughs> I know you want to reach out and touch Girl, him. I, I really do. Because if you go in my living room right now, I promise you there is nothing in there. Like, literally, we moved everything out of the living room so that he could work. Oh, no. Girl, you go. I'm serious. If I go in my living room, it's like Echo Central. Like, literally, there's nothing in oh, there. Oh, no. I'm so mad. Damn. I would yeah. be too. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, Girl. friend. I'm sorry. About uh, that. If yeah, look, if anybody knows of anybody in the Denver area that can get, come and do this, because we've been looking and a lot of people have been turning it down because of how high the ceilings are. So there ain't nobody out in Denver. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Except this handyman that doesn't want to do be handy. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, you watching anything? Well, one thing I did watch was my nephew's award ceremony uh, yesterday and his actual graduation from eighth grade to high school. It's promotion, middle school promotion, I guess. And watching it, and I know you were talking about TV, but watching Mm -hmm. it, they did an award for most improved student. Mm -hmm. 
And I busted out laughing because I actually got that award when I was in high school. I went from a point something or maybe a 1.0. This was my senior mm-hmm. year in high school to a 3.0 oh, in one semester. And that was because, oh, yeah, I did a, listen, I know about me. But what I was doing was, so I went to high school that was about a 15 minute drive. So I didn't go to the high school that was in the neighborhood where yeah. I lived. So uh, my mom would have to drive me every morning to school. Mm-hmm. And I would play up on that because I knew she was tired and did not feel like driving me. So I would be like, mom, I don't have to go to school. And this went on <laughs> for a couple of months. Wow. So I hardly went to school. Like one semester, I literally, I think one teacher told me in the whole semester, I probably went a total of like 30 days, what? maybe. But it was to the point that they were making comments like, like teachers were being slick out their mouth. Like, well, if you would come to school more than once a week, <laughs> um, you would probably know what was going on. And so needless to say, when that person walked across the stage, I was like, oh, I see you, boo. <laughs> Most improved student, that go. was me too. Hey, so shout out to you, most improved student. But shout out to my nephew too. He he got several awards oh. yesterday. So I'm very That's proud awesome. of him. But it, that made yeah, me laugh. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> as far as watching anything, well, I did finish Stranger Things. Mm, um, I have no thoughts. I'm just going <laughs> to wait until the next part comes out because my only thought is... yeah. Why am I watching this show? Because I feel like I'm a uh, too grown to be watching the show oh. for some reason. <laughs> um, and then uh, the other part is why? Why are these characters becoming so unlikable and annoying? They're becoming, you mean the main the main characters? They're like, yeah. Yes, there a lot of them are, are actually becoming aggravating mm-hmm. to me. Like they are, and then I have to remember they're young because they're just like naive and yeah. dumb as hell. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know, but. That that's my thought on it so far. <laughs> what did what did you think of it? I mean, you. I think last week I do, you I, liked do it, so. I do, and I'm looking forward to seeing the second half of it whenever Netflix releases that. I guess that'll be July, July yeah. one, yeah, July first. So I mean, I am looking forward to seeing what's going to happen to you know get some resolve because there's a whole lot going on, and <laughs> I yeah I agree, and that's yeah, why I said I'll wait. Yeah. To give my feedback yeah. because it's not a fit. It's not a, even a finished season. Right, like they right. stop it. So I think. I'll, I'll yeah, wait. for me, it's one of those. I, I am looking forward to the second half, and I guess that that's a good thing because it could just be like, okay, that's yeah. trash. I don't even want to. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm not saying it's trash yeah. at all. I I am looking forward. I'm mm-hmm. waiting for this this next mm-hmm. part because, to be quite honest, there was a lot going on. And I just finished watching today, and I was like, well, how did it end? Like, I don't even really remember. Because I think it was so much going on. Honestly, think, too, I'm very sleep-deprived um, yeah. because of the rough nights. Yeah. So yeah. that probably has not, has not mm-hmm. helped. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Another thing, I've just, it's something I've noticed, and not to, like, bring everything down, but it is it me or is there, you know, like, how news media does something where like one thing happens and then it's almost like, okay, let me back up. I'm gonna give you another mm-hmm. example. Let's say I bought a red mm-hmm. car. I probably never used to notice red cars yeah. before, but now all of a sudden, because I have a red mm-hmm. car, I notice every single red car that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this yeah. person, oh, or this brand car, this brand car. Oh, I didn't know. So, so, you know what I'm saying? So it seems to me with the media and I don't want to talk about social media. I'm talking about the You're news, shootings, CNN, you? MSNBC. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. And I'm talking about uh-huh. these mass shootings because I don't necessarily know, not saying that they haven't been happening and maybe they have been, but it's almost like the spotlight is on yes. them right now. And, you know, whether not, and of course they are actually mm-hmm. occurring, but I guess my point is, even though they've been occurring, I think there have, there have continuously been mass shootings here yes. and there, but maybe we just haven't heard about them because maybe they're more localized right. news and because right now the spotlight is on it. Like we're hearing about every Everyone. single one. There was even one here yep. in Maryland the other day. I don't even know where the hell that mm-hmm. is in Maryland at all. Um, someone did contact me and was like, oh my God, are you guys yeah. okay? And I get it because you don't know where I'm yeah. at in Maryland. You know what I mean? But I'm not there. I don't even know where that is. Like, I think I've read it's like, I don't know, some 50 miles West mm-hmm. or something of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Baltimore is a different country anyway. <laughs> so I don't really, I don't know 
there's Maryland and there's yeah, Baltimore. Yeah. And I don't know where this part of Maryland <laughs> is, but that's no slight to you people oh, from being like, more. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yes, I love Baltimore, uh, but but you still got to be more careful out there. Y'all know this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but you yeah, get my drift. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like even growing up, I remember teen pregnancy. Mm-hmm. That was yes. a big one. And that was such a big spot. Like it was everywhere. Like Girl. every, cause back then you had a whole bunch of talk shows. Every talk show host had a segment on teen pregnancy. And the reason I know this, cause my mom used to force yeah, me to watch this yeah. stuff. And it wasn't even a force because I actually, I was entertained by it. I mean, so I would watch it. MTV but, went as far you know, as, you know, paying girls, you know, there was a reality show. Right. It's like, what was that? 16 right. and pregnant or something like that, whatever it was called. But yeah, it's like, yeah, let's just commercialize that. That's, that's great. But no, yeah. I totally get what you mean. And as soon as you said, you know, I bought a red car and now I notice all the red cars. I knew exactly where you were going with that. It just, it's, it's unfortunate. And, and it's, it's like, yeah, the stuff is going on and it doesn't make the news, but you know, it's like, I guess they're kind of over and this is unfortunate, you know, there's still stuff happening in Ukraine. Um, you know, that whole mess with Putin. Um, but that's not top news right now. Right now, it's, you know, based on what's going on here in the States and trying to get legislation for uh, gun reform, which, I mean, is necessary. It's needed. But now they're going to point out right. every single instance. So, yeah. 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 And, and yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I mean. So it's like, okay. Um, it, the whole thing with media, though, it's like they do that period of everything. Yes. And it's always like they keep going until the wheels fall mm-hmm. off and, and then they, they move, move on. on to the next story. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you don't even hear anything else about this story. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and, and that is, is just, sad and that's why, own, you know, but... I'm just wondering, cause it's just like with Sandy hook with Parkland, um, Columbine, you know, all of these school shootings. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a buzz initially. And then it's like, we move past it. And it's like, can can we yeah. can we fix the problem so we don't have to keep doing this? You know, it just it's yeah. sad. It's really sad. Yeah, it is. So today I wanted to have a conversation uh, based on an article that I found on Twitter from Blavity, and it was regarding black women and body image. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've actually wanted to discuss for a while. And I'm so glad that we finally found an opening to really do this. And so Q, I sent the article over to you. And so what were your thoughts and feelings regarding the article? The article was well-written. Um, I will say that it hit, it definitely hit close to home because there's a, a stigma that, you know, um, black women should be curvy. We should have, a little waist and a round thing in your face. So um, yeah, this definitely hit close to home, you know, and, and when you're not naturally bringing that, you know, to the, to the forefront as a black woman, then, you know, sometimes, you know, that may make us feel a certain way. Um, I mean, how did you, were you able to relate to anything within that article? So I, just like you, I thought that the article was very well written. I thought that she made a lot of great points. Uh, a lot of the article actually resonated with me. I agreed with a lot of the things and her, her thoughts. You know, it just made me really get to thinking of, obviously, we're not the only ones that feel that this way, you know. And there is, I know, like an athlete that's mentioned in the uh, article that she talks about and how you know, she basically was surprised that this athlete felt the same way. And it's like, yeah, I think that we all can kind of relate in some way or fashion to what was being discussed in the article. So let me ask you, when did you, when do you think you first started to notice your own body? Honestly? So as a child, I was very thin. Mm -hmm. Um, I was even really small, you know, as far as high school, you know, um, let me think. Honest, when I started birth control and I started on birth control, like my senior year of high school, I had the effect that most people do where they pick up some weight, you know, changing hormones. I picked up weight. Um, I was normally around 130, 130 pounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, once I started on birth control, I shot up to like 160, 
um, which, you know, still that's, that's not big, but of right. course, you know, it was bigger than what I was used to, right. used to being. So, you know, I started to notice, you know, those things. It's like, okay, I'm not really liking how this is. And then fast forward, I have twins. And then I really, really wasn't feeling it. You know, it was like my body was not the same. Um, I had a C-section, I had a cesarean. And, you know, that does things to your body that working out can't help you come back from. So, yeah, no, I, I feel you on that. I mean, I also had a C-section, so trust me, I understand on that part. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think that this is something that, like I was saying, a lot of us may feel mm -hmm. and deal with, um, you know, and some of us obviously have found a way to kind of deal with it and just, yeah. you know, we had some listeners call in and let us know their feedback and their own um, experiences with being a black woman and body image. So mm -hmm. we'll listen to the first one. Okay. So I grew up in the video vixen era. And during that time, video vixens defined um, beauty for our culture. Back then, they were just as popular as the rapper, and you were looking forward to seeing them just as much as the video. All you saw in the videos were these tall, light-skinned, beautiful women with small waists and big butts. So imagine being a teenager back then looking at that and just wanting to look that way so bad. Um, growing up, I personally never had that kind of body, but it was also not as popular, I would say, as it is current day. Uh, you definitely wanted to have the big butt, but I think now that the BBL era has taken over, everyone desires to have this perfect body. It's just insane, especially as a Black woman, because people automatically believe if you're Black, you're supposed to have the small waist and the big butt. And that's just not the case for everyone. Uh, now I'm older, of course, I've had a baby, my body has changed. But if you don't have thick skin, it could be discouraging as a black woman not looking like what society has deemed beautiful for us. Um, but I heavily believe you got to define what beauty means to you. And whatever that is, um, be confident in it because beauty comes in all shapes, sizes, colors. Black women are beautiful no matter what. Amen. I I mean, yes, black women are beautiful, no matter yes. what. I completely agree. <laughs> uh, she touched on the video vixen era, which um, we will get to shortly, because even in the article, mm -hmm. um, the author references baby got back and how, you know, at first she was like mistaken about what the rap initially was because she was young. Mm -hmm. And then she realized that they were rapping about women with a certain attribute. And then it went from when she saw the video there were a bunch of basically like these curvy women with big old butts, you know, that takes me back to the video Vixen era because you have these women who that's essentially what it was. They little mm -hmm. small ways, big old breasts, big old butt, you know, like Coca-Cola yeah. bottle shape, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting to me now, too. It's so accessible now to have that type of body mm -hmm. um you see these women now like you know kim kardashian that's a big one um i think j-lo she even got some insurance for that booty so yeah yeah <laughs> but it, it's it's so accessible for you know just the common woman the everyday woman you know you don't have to be rich and famous or a video vixen if you will at this point um you know it's as easy as you know let's go have surgery in Miami or let's go to the DR, you know, let's, let's, let's get this on the cheap, cheap. And, uh, and I'm sure all you listeners remember all those prosthetic booties in that video, but Sir mix a lot. Um, baby got back and baby had a lot of back in the video. So, you know, it was a whole bunch of backs. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, definitely something that it, it's not necessary to feel pretty but it's all over social media it's all yeah. over social media and just not not just with social media i mean even think of like just tv the media mm -hmm. period right yeah. and you know you mentioned j-lo and Karda and kardashian crew but in the article that actually says that most of the body pressure we feel is modern eurocentric beauty standards that have been thrust onto us and mm -hmm. Then they're quoted as saying the problem is the people who have made some of these body types popular 
aren't black women and these non-black right. women have used black features and exaggerated them drastically and have suddenly made this unrealistic body type the norm mm-hmm. you very know true. and very it is true. very true and i mean like i wonder i mean i'm not going to probably blame on them because you know yeah. again they're just playing into it just like the media is and and mm-hmm. everywhere else and yeah. You know, even before social media, you have, like I said, the media, the video vixen era, because social media wasn't really a thing. Right. And you just saw what you saw on TV. Right. Or in the right. magazines, you know, and, you know, you have like your Cardi B's, your Nicki Minaj, who basically mm-hmm. you look at them, have the same shape. And then you have, unfortunately, you have your aunties like little Kim, who now want to look right. like this, this body shape and style yeah and you know then go through the whole surgery as well and mm-hmm. i'm sorry it's just not hitting for me with her but um which is <laughs> but you, you get my drift you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, and totally. then you have like what i remember from the video vixen era is really like the women who were the more exotic looking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. light-skinned women yes, you know, yes um long flowy hair whether it's their hair or it's a weave or whatever it is but mm-hmm. it they weren't looking like me you know what i mean yes, um yes uh, a brown brown girl and and not that i'm like dark skin or i'm not light skin i'm right somewhere in the middle you know mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. and that's neither here nor there because i'm still considered black no matter how you slice it and but I'm not what you would consider exotic looking. Yeah. 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 No, I get it. Cause I, you know, when I was younger, I'm not going to lie watching those videos, like rump shaker, all those um, back in the nineties, it had me feeling some kind of way, you know, cause Did I'm you say at, rump shaker. Yes. Girl. Yes. Yes. Ricks and effects, you know, um, <laughs> but it had me feeling some kind of way. Cause you know, I'm a little Brown girl. Um, and you know, I'm in the middle too. I'm not dark. I'm not light. But it was like, okay, why is it that all the the light skinned women, you know, they get all the all the play and all the boyfriends and all these videos and you know that they're the the quote unquote pretty uh, black women right. and you know and and it was just when I was little and impressionable, it had me feeling some kind of way, you know. Yeah. It, even thinking back to uh, what was that movie, Purple Rain, mm-hmm. it was like wow, she's gorgeous. It's like, will I ever look like that? You know, right. and it's like looking at my skin. I'm like, nope. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's, it's not saying that I feel that way now. It's just when I was younger, I was very right. impressionable right. and trying to figure everything out. And I didn't feel pretty then. You know? Right. And even, I mean, if we're even keeping it real, even now, when you mm-hmm. think of like top um, black entertainers, um, like at this, this current time, Mm-hmm. they all seem to have the same little shape same yeah. bodysuit wearing selves and they're all more on the fair skin side you know so and i'm not i'm not saying that they're not talented but you know there are also other women who are also equally talented and i think that sometimes because they may not have a certain look right therefore they you know don't maybe get as popular or, or as much play as someone who does have that type of look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, we're going to move on to our next um, listener here. Okay. My own perception of my body image as a black woman um, has always been tarnished. Um, although my entire life, I've always had compliments on my body and my self image. Um, Every time I looked in the mirror, I always saw a different type of flaw. I always felt like something looked out of place. I always felt like this looks too saggy or this looks um, this looks horrible. Um, I was thankful for how God created me. However, every time I looked in the mirror, I always saw some type of um, image that I didn't like. Um, if my skin, my skin was lighter, maybe I would get treated better or maybe um, I would like my body more. But myself my body image in my opinion I never ever saw the beauty within myself I always saw flaws um within my own self so I think we can all speak to that we all see ourselves the way we see ourselves right Mm -hmm. and right it doesn't matter what someone else might say they can tell you how beautiful you are Mm -hmm. you know you truly have to believe that yourself and you know we all have flaws you know I I will say I don't have a lot that I am like 
like I harp on necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I hate my toes sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I um, <laughs> I hate my lashes because I have like really short, little nasty little lashes. You know what I mean? But I like I have a love hate relationship with my hair. Like sometimes I love it. Yeah. When it yeah. does what it's supposed to, whatever right. that is. And then sometimes I absolutely <laughs> hate it because it, it's just not controllable. And I just feel like I just got I, I just feel like I look like a little Frederick Douglass. Um, mm-hmm. And that's no slight to you, Frederick Douglass. Uh, but, oh, Lord. you know, but <laughs> I, you know, I clearly can see where she's coming from. And, and the the author of the article also discussed um, having anxiety over weight fluctuations and seeing her own self in the mirror yes. and how, you know, she would see herself and wasn't necessarily, you know, like she would notice these things and these flaws about herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know for me, I, <laughs> I tear it up in the gym. And when I say I go hard, I go hard. And after having the twins, and as I'd mentioned earlier, I had a C-section. So I ended up with a FUPA. I had loose skin and muscles weren't doing what they needed to do because they were cut through to get my two babies out. So I was struggling. I, my weight fluctuated constantly. Mm-hmm. It was like, I literally, I was killing myself in the gym. I, I was under eating. I'm, I, I can definitely, <laughs> I'm positive. I was under eating. I was doing, so just to give you an idea, I was doing Shanti's insanity you was doing Shanti girl. girl. Now girl, you know you were sure getting the results. Okay, sure go was. on. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was doing it, girl. <laughs> let me tell you, I was doing that. I would eat dinner, wait for about an hour, and then I would go to the gym and run. Like I was working out like a crazy person. And and I I still work out today. Um, not like a crazy person, but I do get my workouts in. But it was it was it was discouraging because I wasn't losing weight in my stomach. And that's where I really wanted to lose my weight. Oh, yeah. Trust me. She really goes hard in the gym. Like I am always getting little notifications on my Apple watch from Kiana <laughs> throughout the day. Ding, ding, ding. Um, you know, Kiana finished a workout and then like a little bit later, another one. I'm like, well, damn, sis, I don't even you probably never get one from me. You probably get surprised if you see one from me because it doesn't really happen. Right. But <laughs> no, you walk. You, you get your steps in. <laughs> I walk because I have to walk Gigi around, not because I really <laughs> want to walk but no I don't mind the walks but yes I do try. I you know I try but you know do you have like obviously you mentioned your tummy and mm-hmm. stuff like that do you have any other flaws that you not that not like you have fl- anything to be flawed on you're, you're a gorgeous woman uh but you know just overall do you have any other flaws that you kind of you know kind of like nitpick at you like so believe it or not I I've always been very sensitive about my eyes because I have big eyes and really, yeah, I've always been very sensitive about them. Girl, I got teased when I was little, like as long as I can remember, I had the nickname bubbles. (laughs) Well, yeah, we talked about that on one episode. Yeah. So I've had the nickname bubbles and like, I used to cry at night and they would pick on me so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So that was always something I, I, and it's even kind of funny now. They kind of tease me like, Kiana, stop squinting when you take a picture. You know, that sort of thing. And oh, it's- yes, y'all. Kiana got the little, it's one little sexy eye that be halfway closed. And I'm like, is this, what's this look, girl? Is this your sexy? But um, <laughs> it, it, it was funny because she, it's always this one eye. I'm like, uh, retake the picture because your eyes almost closed, sis. But, I just, yeah, my whole life, that's been a thing for me. Well, you know. Like I said, we all have something, you know, that we yeah. just kind of nitpick at. And yep. yeah, well, yeah. Let's move on to our third listener. Okay. I never hated my body, but I did feel as though, like, once social media started popping, that, like, I was super duper small and, and who the hell was going to love me? Mind you, I was getting niggas when I was little, too. And now I get niggas that I'm, I'm slim thick now, but... The body I have now, I love it because I worked for it. This is like, I've been working out for five, six years now. Like, I made me what I am today with my body. Like, I wanted thicker legs, so I trained for it. I wanted strong arms, I trained for it. So I feel like there is a pressure put on us on social media 
um, just because it's like out there, everything is in your face and you competing, quote unquote, not necessarily really, but competing with these girls out here who get these surges, which is, that's good. That's what you want to do. Um, and you got the money for it, shit, do it, shit, I wish I did. But I feel like when you get to that point where you start comparing yourself to someone on social media, it's time to take a step back and break because you are perfect just the way you are. I I totally, totally agree with everything that she said. I will say that because I had um, such a problem with my stomach um, post post twins, I, no matter what I was told, you know, people could tell me all day long, Kiana, you look perfectly fine. You're beautiful. My husband, um, I, it was so bad to the point, girl, I didn't even want him touching my stomach area. I, if, if he even went near my stomach, I'm like taking his hand and moving it away. Um, that was, yeah, that, and, and I, God knows, like, like I said before, I was going hard in the gym, girl, I was killing myself and working out with waist trainers and everything. And for what <laughs> stomach wasn't going anywhere. Um, and eventually it led me to going to get plastic surgery. Um, I was so disgusted with how I looked. I was not happy looking at myself naked in the mirror. Um, the FUPA had to go. And I went and I got a tummy tuck. And of course, you know, when I went to get the tummy tuck, <clears throat> the uh, doctor was like, well, you know, why don't we just go ahead and do this whole mommy makeover? So, you know, I, I, I bought into it. I drank the tea and yeah, got the whole makeover, you know, the lipo and the, the BBL. And I, I was I was happy. But one thing to, to also understand, ladies, um, if that is the path that you choose to take, you still have to keep that up. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. I think now let me ask you with the whole um, mom makeover. Do you think that social media or even like she mentioned, um, like a competition, but I, I wouldn't say competition, but more like a comparison mode mm -hmm. that if that played into that at all? I felt like I, I did feel even better about my decision because I could look online on social media platforms and see women that looked like me, mm -hmm. the little waist and, and that curvy butt and, you know, things like that. But I, I will say, I don't believe that I was that, you know, that social media is what persuaded me. Mine was more so personal. I hated my stomach. The FUPA thing was just ill for me, you know, personally. No, completely understood. And, you know, you mentioned like the waist trainers and when you said you, 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 um, took the tea, I was thinking, Oh, she took the flat tummy tea. <laughs> that shouldn't nope. work either. Did it? <laughs> um, but, um, the flat tummy tea, what's the other thing people do the wraps, like yes. the plastic wrap crap, like it's like, it's instant. You go to these wrap parties and listen, no, mm -hmm. listen, y'all, it's a scam. <laughs> yep. Um, like the listener mentioned, you know, you can work towards the body that you want. And, yes. you know, if for some reason that's not working out and you're still not satisfied, you know, then you have the option, like Kiana was saying, to do surgery. And I'll be fully transparent as well that I've had uh, liquid lipo before. Mm -hmm. And I had it done, but mine was more so because, and this is, yeah, I'll answer, like social media, that stuff did not play into it. Mine was more so because, I'm petite and I have this, I had this little like distended tummy and it was just at the, the lower half of my stomach. And I used to always get like questioned by the doctors. They thought it was like a mass or like a tumor or something. And so mm. I would have multiple ultrasounds done to make sure that there wasn't like a cyst or a tumor or something yeah. there. And I was like, okay, this, this is actually a little annoying. And I looked into getting the liquid lipo and I got it done. And I mean, listen, the whole thing was hilarious to me. Like when they were sucking the fat out, I was cracking up. My sister was in the <laughs> waiting room, you yeah. know, saying all she could hear was me cracking up in the room. And I mean, it was an in and out procedure. So it's not one yeah. of those things like I was like, you know, like had to like really obviously I still have to take care of myself and wear something to keep it down and the swelling mm -hmm. and all of that. But overall, it was it gave the results that I wanted. And. I, I really like the doctor. I thought he was really great because, you know, I was like, well, since we here, you can we just like make it look like a whole six pack? And he was like, no, you don't want to <laughs> do, you know, 
you don't want to do too much or suck out too much fat because yeah. what will happen is your stomach won't even look normal and right. you want it to look, you still want to look normal. We're just removing the the little distended portion that was mm-hmm. at the bottom. And, and we did that and, and it's never come back, you know, but yeah. So I'm grateful for that. But one thing that the article did mention, because uh, you mentioned having the um, BBL or Brazilian butt lifts, for those who mm-hmm. don't know, is that according to the New York Times in 2021, there were over 61,000 Brazilian butt lifts done. That's a lot of booties. That's a lot of big, big, fake, big <laughs> booties. Um but for every 13,000 procedures, one results in a death. And so yeah. one thing with plastic surgery is not to be taken lightly. You definitely want to think about, you know, pros and cons and really make sure that you're making that decision because you really, really, truly feel like that's something that you need. You know, I remember like even when you mentioned it and I was like, what? I was so scared for you. I prayed and prayed and prayed oh. because I was like, oh, God, I don't want I don't want anything to happen to my friend, yeah. you know. And I mean, because you don't know anything can really happen. And, you know, it it is it's a dangerous procedure. I'm trying to say this so it doesn't come off mean that's not needed, Mm -hmm. but is wanted. Does that make sense? Like, is that something that you but you need it for yourself to feel good, if that makes sense? You know, but it's not a you're going to fall apart if you don't have a BBL type of thing. That's what I mean. Mm -mm. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. For me, it was just. I don't like this. This is nasty. It takes up my pants. And for, for women out there with a FUPA, I'm sure y'all may feel me. If you get on the treadmill and you're running, your FUPA eats your damn leggings. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I used to hate that. <laughs> well, FUPA be gone. All right. So let's, um, let's move on to the next listener. <laughs> I dealt with um, body image issues dating way back to age 10. And then it went on for 27 years. Uh, I was an overweight child, a teenager. And then the doc said one day that I was a grossly obese adult woman. That in itself wreaked havoc on my self-esteem. I failed every diet I even attempted. And to family and friends, you know, life was great. I was smiling, joking, you know, accomplishing things. But on the inside, I was depressed. Um, At age 37, though, I got real sick and had a near-death experience. I looked in the mirror and began to find things that I could celebrate about myself. I realized how cute I was, that I was a sexy woman. And I said, the hell with all of that. I started living my best life and then everything just blossomed. Well, that's great. Yes. Yes. Yes, That is great. (laughs) I think that one thing that she mentioned was finding positive attributes about herself and her body. And I think that that's something that, you know, is, is really needed Mm -hmm. for all of us, you know, and whether that is, you know, finding one cute thing, about yourself. I like my brows, you know, I don't like my lashes, like I said, but I love my brows. So it's like, you know, but finding these things about yourself and just really highlighting the the positives, you know what I'm saying? And not necessarily looking at these other things that you have or don't have, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, we're not all meant to be one size. We're not all meant to be the same size. We're not all meant to look alike. And it's like, we have to really step away from that and Mm -hmm. she well let me let you talk before i i keep going go ahead no you're good you're good i love the the positive Mm self-affirmations i know like putting things up around the house you know just like little sticky notes or something like that you know just feeding feeding into that positivity with you know to your to yourself Right. Um, it, it's, it's so important. It's so important. And, or if, even if you're not going to put sticky notes up, you know, just giving yourself compliments that you can see that are visible daily, you know, even maybe looking in the mirror and just saying something to yourself, something positive, like, you know what, today you're going to rock it. You are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you know, all of the naysayers can kick rocks because girl, 
you got it going on. You know what I'm saying? And not necessarily saying it in that way, but whatever it's going to take, you know, to, to pump yourself up. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And she mentioned, this is what I was about to say, is that she mentioned, you know, self-esteem and mm-hmm. dieting. Yes. And for me, I always say there's no such thing as a diet. Um, I always say it's a lifestyle change. Like you're, That's if right. you're, if you're going to change your eating habits and change your eating habits, a diet is something that's temporary and it's going to probably give you a temporary fix. And the minute you get off that diet, you probably will end up either reverting or kind of just going probably not in the direction that you probably Mm -hmm. had started with that diet, you know, and most of these diets aren't forever diets. Right. You know, that's why I always say lifestyle change. Yep. You have to, you have to, I, (laughs) personally this was part of the reason for my constantly fluctuating weight I was constantly trying to get to the new fad the new diet you know what's going to help me lose this weight it was like I did keto for those of you that are not familiar with it um, as far as ketosis being in ketosis really low carbs high fat and moderate protein type of diet yeah it worked I dropped let me think. I think I dropped over 40 pounds with, mm-hmm. with, you know, doing keto. And, uh, the second I decided, you know what, I'm going to start to kind of like reintroduce like the healthy carbs, like quinoa, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Reintroduce healthy carbs into my diet. Um, the weight came back, the wow. weight came back. And then I found myself, it was almost as if I was wanting like all the carbs cause I hadn't had them in so long. Wow. And yeah, I literally gained everything except maybe 10 pounds back. So, yeah. And see, that's what I'm, that's, and that's what I mean. It's like, if you're going to choose to eat healthy, right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then choose to eat healthy, you know, and that, and that means a balanced meals, not, not necessarily like cutting out something or, and granted, I mean, now there are things such as like, you know, what they call a vegan diet, but that's not necessarily diet in the terms of like dieting that's Mm -hmm. that's their lifestyle that is what they choose to eat and how they choose to eat but i think that you know we need to also keep that in mind when when it comes to you know our body image because necessarily it doesn't necessarily mean that because you are dieting or not eating certain foods that you're going to automatically lose weight or because you're going to the gym you're automatically going to lose weight yeah Um, you know, I think one thing that we need to look at is maybe what is the goal Mm -hmm. is the goal that you want to look good or do you want to feel good? And I think that those are two separate things, you know, really are. Um, but I think for me anyway, if you feel good on the inside, it's going to shine on the outside. And Mm -hmm. I think that as long as you feel good in your clothes and you feel good in your skin, um, and you just feel good about yourself, you mentioned affirmations. And you talked about the stickies. I have them just like, I don't even know if you remember the show being Mary Jane, um, you know, with Gabrielle Union. And, you know, I have those stickies up on my, on my bathroom mirror. You know, Mm -hmm. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am powerful. And, you know, it's, it's always just a a good reminder to have some type of positivity um, and just period. You know what I mean? Like you, it really does help more than people think and even if you just look at yourself in the mirror and just kind of say these things over and over again you know hopefully it helps you because I I know she mentioned like self-esteem but hopefully it helps you to kind of build your self-esteem and really feel it you have to feel it you know I mean to really get and understand you know where you where you want to be and again what is your goal you know um let's move on to the next listener body image as a black woman we have to be careful and make sure that we are positive about ourselves and our bodies and we do the best thing for our bodies that makes us happy. When you begin to not be happy, do something about it, just like I did. Got in the gym and guess what? I'm very happy with the way my body is. And the only person I have to please is me. I'm the only person that matters, not other people. And that's what we need to remember as Black women, especially. We need to please ourselves and stop worrying about the next one. So, yeah, I totally agree. You have to focus on yourself and yes. stop trying to please everybody because yes. you're not you're not for everybody. Right. 
Right. And, you know, like you, we, we, we both touched on it. You have to love yourself ultimately and be happy with whatever God gave you. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, if you, if there aren't, if there are things that you aren't happy with, then yeah, go ahead and little snip, snip, little tuck, tuck, little tweak here and there, you know, just don't overdo it and look crazy. Think that, you know, one of our earlier listeners pretty much does the same thing of like working out and really trying to get the result that you want. Yes. Yes. And I, I love that. She said, you know, you have to do this for you, for yourself. Yeah. Because I, I mean, if I, if I were in the mindset of, I have to make my husband happy, then I wouldn't have got the tummy tuck and I still would have been feeling some type of way, you know, cause that truly that y'all, I'm not even joking. That FUPA did a number on me mentally, you mm-hmm. know, as far as my physical image mm-hmm. uh, was concerned. So yeah, I had to do what made me happy because no matter, like I said, no matter how beautiful my husband thought I was at that time, I wasn't happy. Right. Right. And ultimately you have to do what's going to make Q or Marcy or whoever is yeah. your name there happy. And, right. you know, if it's ultimately going whichever route you choose, then by all means, then, you know, do what you have to. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our next listener. Okay. All my life I've been labeled as skinny and it made me feel bad. I guess like my feelings were hurt for years because people made it their business um, in all walks of life, like school starting from elementary, random daycare centers, um, middle school, high school, college, workplace that I was skinny. And it's like, okay, well, I can't do anything about it. Like my metabolism was super fast. I still eat like two men put together (laughs) and I just did not gain weight. So um, now I just had a baby and um, during my pregnancy, even I had gained 30 pounds. You couldn't tell by just looking at me, but I remember just being excited on the scale every time I gained a few pounds because I had never seen that number on scale before. Um, but now I'm at about 160 and I stayed at about 100, 110 up until then. So now it's better, but yeah. Well, post-pregnancy body. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, like, for for me, I actually went the opposite. I only gained 20 pounds the whole pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And I actually lost weight. Like, I'm smaller after having the baby. Yeah. And, like, when people saw me, like, after having the baby, mm-hmm. I, I remember somebody even saying to me, oh, my God, you got so skinny. Are you eating? And I'm like, of course I'm eating. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like her, I, I can eat like two grown men. And anybody that has seen me eat knows this, okay? Um, Because I'm a pig. Um, I'm about to go kill some food as soon as we finish this podcast. But um, as far as, like, it's just, I don't know, it's your metabolism. I'm not, and I know a lot of people will be like, oh, it's because you're breastfeeding. And I'm like, oh, no, I haven't breastfed since she was three months. Like, Mm -hmm. she's 22 months, you know? And, this, like, I, I just haven't gained that weight back where I'm not where I was before I was pregnant let's just say that Mm -hmm. um and not like I was heavy but you can clearly tell like I was smaller and and then you have that whole like your family making comments and stuff like I know I can truly speak to that like when I go visit my family um in Panama I either get one or two things and actually almost all the time I always get oh my god you've gained so much weight or oh you're so fat or oh you're this Mm -hmm. and I'll just be like okay anyway um but this time it was more like a concern. You're, are you okay? You've gotten so skinny. You've gotten, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Like, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't know. So it's like, almost like you can't win. Um, truth. You know, you can't be too skinny. You can't be too big. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and I guess, listen, I don't care about what y'all are saying. How do I feel? Yeah. You know, yeah. am I yeah. cool with my weight and where I'm at with my weight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Like I'm I'm good. And if I gained a little bit of weight now, mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, if I lost some more weight, I probably would be running to the doctor trying to figure out why because I should have yeah. been losing more weight. But but yeah, that that's that's where I'm at with it. Like the whole yeah. skinny remarks, you're too skinny or you're whatever. Trust me, like she was saying, you are skinny and then you want to gain weight. And then you have the yeah. people who are heavier and then they want to lose weight, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
we can't be everything. That's the truth. And girl, it when you said you went back to Panama, you know, in the comments you would get from family, it took me back to, like I said, I was very, very thin growing up. I was, I looked hungry, looked very hungry. And I looked hungry, (laughs) (laughs) but I wasn't, I mean, I was eating, but you know, my family in Chicago, that's how they were used to seeing me, you know, and fast forward, I get on birth control. I've picked up like 30 pounds. And at this point, honestly, I, st- I looked healthy. I like, I looked good. Right. Um, but going back home, it was always prefaced. Oh, Kiana, you know, she's just going through something right now. She's just, mm. you know, and, and then it's just like, wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's right. like, I'm perfectly happy. You know, I'm not overweight. I'm not, you know, I was fine. Um, now a days I am very confident with myself. Yeah. Um, I think part of that, I'm not going to lie. Part of that did come from the extra confidence I gained once I had my tummy tuck, mm-hmm. you know, I can look in the mirror and not have to worry about, you know, look, we got to fit this fupa in these panties right. type of thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm very, very happy with how I look now. I'm very confident. Um, no, I'm not the smallest woman, but you know, it is what it is. You know, I got, I got grown kids and I got a happy husband. Yeah, I know that's all it says. And that's so, all you need. Okay. Right. <laughs> now, how much do you think that the commentary plays into your own perception of your body image? You know, your commentary from family, um, mm-hmm. friends, and mainly your family, because those are the people, you know, who raise you and love up yeah. on you or who are supposed to anyway. I mean, not, yeah. not saying that they don't, but you know, it's just like how how much of what they say really does affect you i when i was younger it bothered me a lot yeah now like i said they, i said earlier they comment on my butt i just take it as a compliment and keep it moving i paid for it <laughs> it's you know so it, it's yeah it, it doesn't bother me at all because i'm very confident in who i am now and that took years yeah um for me to be able to really and truly love myself Um, inside and out yeah I think um you know for me I guess I have a little bit more tough skin maybe because I'm raised with a tough mama who used to and she had she plays amnesia so mom if you're listening to this (laughs) you'll know exactly what I'm talking about my sister can attest to this my mom is one of those who is like oh you're getting you're getting you're obese you're getting overweight you need to join Weight Watchers oh, your nose would be so much cuter if you got surgery on your nose and it'd be smaller. Your nose isn't as straight as mine. And if I really sat back and listened to everything my mom said, Mm -hmm. I would be a little waif. I would be Kate Moss. I would have a little straight nose and be a little thin little thing. And that would probably please her. But then no, I'm sure that wouldn't because then she would probably be like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. again, you can't win. And yeah. It doesn't matter, you know, again, yes, some of that stuff can affect you. I mean, in my case, it really didn't because I'm just like, mom, please get get over yourself. You know, what I mean, Um, but, you know, if I was a different type of person or different type of kid that totally could play. Or really fuck me up, you know, what I mean, and I I would be looking like little Kim. So, oh, no, (laughs) we don't want that. But yeah, you know, so I think that family people period you need to be very mindful of what you say and how you present yourself because even like myself I have a a young daughter you have a daughter you know people Mm -hmm. that and even even sons because this can go both ways it's good for males too yeah you know and their perception of their bodies and you have to be really mindful how you present yourself and how you talk about body and body issues and body weight and body images and the jokes and things that you tell, because Mm -hmm. that stuff really does play into all of this at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always been curvy. It's in my DNA. Um, I'm currently a big body band and that's just what it is. But, you know, I love what God has given me. I do struggle sometimes because I can't just go into a store or go online and order up on some things. I have to um, try stuff on and all my stuff must have stretched. That's just what it is because I'm bottom heavy. And then unfortunately, sometimes it um, brings unwanted attention. And that is something that I really don't have no control over because my bottom is my bottom. And I mean, I'd be dragging this wagon. That's just what it is. But 
outside of as you know getting older having children my midsection and what I wanted to be you know we got a whole bunch of snacks and carrying on and I would like a lift but other than that with all that said you know I'm living life I'm loving life I'm loving myself and I'm doing me so you know if you have an issue have a tissue because yeah my body is my body and I'm the one I have to deal with it and I love it I love it yes I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes and if you have an issue have a tissue yes. straight up and just like that yes. and it's the truth I mean at the end of the day our bodies are ours and we only get this one body we yep. have to love our bodies and you know just really appreciate it like seriously like we our bodies are so strong and especially women Listen, mm-hmm. we are we are that girl all the time, okay? Because <laughs> let me tell you, especially for women who have had babies, yes. Um, and even if you you haven't had a baby, you you are a strong woman. Your body is so strong. Our bodies can do so many things. I mean, first of all, we bleed every month, and we don't cry about it, and don't die, and we don't die. <laughs> okay, we survive. <laughs> okay, and no. you know we. We do so much. We wear so many hats. If we've mentioned, as we've mentioned before, yeah, our bodies, you know, do so much and go through so much. And, you know, I think a lot of us kind of take that for granted and we don't really recognize that, you know, you should thank your body every once in a while, no matter what it looks like. Thank you, boo. You listen, you know what I'm saying? My titties may not be as perky as they once were, but that's okay, boo. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? All, were you good. able to give some breast milk to my baby? Absolutely. Yes. So you did what needed to be done. Right. Okay. So it serves your purpose. Right. Yeah. But I think that just changing that perspective and having a positive body image and just mm-hmm. loving yourself and loving on yourself, it can do wonders. Seriously. Yes. It really can. I absolutely love how she called herself a big body bins. Like I about that. Yes. <laughs> I need, I need to, I need to give myself a cute little name for my body now. It's <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. It needs to be on a t-shirt. Yeah. Big body bins. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's, yes. it's a it's a cute slogan. And what was the other one? Wagon. Dragging this wagon. Dragging this wagon. And yes. me, what? Well, I don't know about her wagon, but I know like <laughs> I've always been self-conscious about my my wagon um, uh-huh. just because for my size, mm-hmm. I guess it's 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 a cute little round. butt, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I've always been self-conscious about it because people have always made remarks and comments about it. And yeah, well, men and it's, it brings unwanted attention, which is something that she mentioned. And, it, and that's something that I've always really been self-conscious about. Like I actually tend to wear sweater. Like if I'm wearing leggings and I'm going mm-hmm, out, mm-hmm. I'll wear something around my waist. It could be hot as hell. I'm going to wear something around my waist because I don't want that unwanted attention yeah, there. Yeah. Now, post baby, it seems to have lost it a little bit. So, and, that, and that's okay. <laughs> and yeah. so now I freely walk with my leggings because I'm not getting that attention anyway. I'm looking like, papa. but, um, <laughs> But, um, but yes, but overall, you know what I mean? I think that the, just the positivity and just knowing that I'm not going anywhere and my body isn't going anywhere says a whole lot. Yeah, girl, all this junk in my trunk or me dragging this wagon. Um, (laughs) Honestly, I, well, I don't really go out very often because I work from home. Everything is at home. I have women that comment, like if I go to, you know, to the hair salon, um, they may call me and be like, I see what you're working with, Q. You know, that's what that's like that type of thing. Um, and my family likes to talk about it a lot, which mm-hmm. is <laughs> I think they're still well. Trying I mean, to when you got that it. round, pretty brown thing <laughs> in your face, you know. <laughs> We're gonna move on to our last listener. As a black woman, I just feel like we need to let go of this stigma that every black woman is supposed to have a big booty. I mean, that's not realistic. Little booties matter. I mean, not everybody is born with, you know, all that in the back. So this is about to be a new hashtag. Little booties matter. Okay. Okay. So we can definitely (laughs) attest to that. Little booties. Well, I can't, you know, but little booties (laughs) do matter, you know, and it doesn't matter again. If you are 
teeny tiny flat yeah. flat flat pancake or you know oversized um wagging the dragon dragging the wagon <laughs> it, you know it doesn't really matter as long yeah. as you listen i have a girlfriend who used to always say this it doesn't matter because it all is the same when we bend over and i was like there you go okay then girl you have a point so little booties do matter y'all they do so to close i just want to say like we kind of touched on a lot of these like ways that you can improve your body image. Right. And, you know, appreciate your body for what it can do. Thank your body. You know, our bodies are great. They're amazing. They do so much challenge media uh, portrayals. One thing that like Lizzo is great. You know what I'm saying? Like seeing Lizzo now and her, her confidence and, and the way that she, you know, moves and the way that she just loves on herself and, and she does not give a shit. What any of you have to say, you're going to see this beautiful black woman and here she is. And that's what she has. And she is Mm -hmm. beautiful. Okay. So y'all can keep it moving. If y'all don't like what y'all see, avoid (laughs) comparisons because everybody, everybody is not meant to be the same. So avoid comparisons, identify other traits, not necessarily physical that you admire, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is for me. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, identify (laughs) the traits that you admire practice focusing on positive attributes and use compassionate self-talk you know some people you know you don't even realize that when you say things like like if i drop something oh my god i'm so dumb you know Mm -hmm. those are things Mm -hmm. don't say that you're not dumb i'm silly or i i dropped something oh i did i oh i did a boo-boo you know but and and i think that we're so used to just saying and doing things like that that we don't even realize it but Use compassionate self-talk, mm-hmm. use affirmations and and really just build yourself up and, and get yourself going. Ditch the scale. Now, yes. do you own a scale? I do. But again, I am on a weight loss journey. So but yeah, I do. I try not to let that scale dictate my life, though. And I, I'm actually doing very good about it because um, there was a point I like gained when I went on my cruise. I had gained three pounds. And I took it as I was like, damn, that's it. <laughs> it's like, okay. okay. You know, and I was happy. I was like, it could have been a lot worse. Cause I know I've been on vacations before and it was a lot more than damn three pounds. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't own a scale. I've never owned one. I occasionally will go down the scale at my mom's house, but I really get Gigi on the scale because I want to, I'm trying to see Gigi's little growth because you know, you don't go to the doctor that much when there's, as they yeah. start getting a little older, but the scale can dictate, you know, how you view yourself yes, and your can. body image. It can also dictate like how much you eat mm-hmm. because now, oh my God, you could have easily been like, oh my God, I gained three pounds. Now I'm not going to eat for the rest of the week or not right. eat as much for the rest of the week. Cause I'm trying to lose that weight, but it's like, listen, it, it just do you ditch that right. scale, throw that scale out. <laughs> um, you know, I know you're on a weight loss journey, but see how you look in your clothes, find oh. a different, way to Girl. to show you know what i'm saying that you've lost non, that weight non-scale victories and i yeah. do that all the time as there a matter of fact i tried on a dress from my sister-in-law's first wedding mm-hmm. girl that oof, let me think that wedding was like over 10 years ago mm-hmm. i tried that dress on yesterday girl and it zipped all the way up and i was like yeah come come on kiana hello on. okay <laughs> so that's what i'm saying this that scale yes. use that dress Use that yeah. as your marker, you know, yeah. if you need to and and put it on, put it, keep it on. And then you could even see like when the dress starts falling off. When it start, now, don't exactly. lose, listen, Q, don't get too skinny and lose too much weight. I don't know what your <laughs> end goal is. Come on now. Other things is rewrite your body narrative. Yeah. And yeah. lastly, love on yourself. I can't stress that enough. Most importantly, love on yourself. Yeah, true that. So I'd like to end my day by remembering and acknowledging everything I was grateful for, big or small. As Sterling K. Brown has said, always have an attitude of gratitude. And so with that being said, we're moving on to the grateful list. As always, I'm grateful for many things. This week, grateful for little small random things. So the first thing I'm grateful for are trees. I am grateful for trees, y'all. And I don't mean smoking trees. I mean the trees that provide us shade and are outside. <laughs> You know, they 
obviously, like I said, they provide shade. They keep my house cool. They keep you cool if you're trying to, you know, get away from the sun at some point. But not only that, trees are have been here a very long time. They're withstanding. They are powerful. I mean, listen, trees are, trees are that girl, okay? <laughs> and I say that because I saw someone hit their car into the tree the other day. I mean, like, their car was totaled airbags wow. all out and everything. I passed that tree the other day. That tree has a little baby scrape. Like, just a little bark of the tree came off. And that tree is still standing and holding it's on a, strong. It's a soldier. So, shout out to you, tree. <laughs> there you go. Okay? I'm grateful for antibiotics because, seriously, if we didn't have antibiotics, I probably would really not be able to record tonight. I would be on my deathbed as I have been pretty much most of the week. But I'm grateful for antibiotics. And lastly, I'm grateful for a Target pickup. And with the Target pickup, I don't know if you guys are familiar, and I don't know if I've even mentioned it on the podcast before, but I really love and enjoy Target's pickup service. And if you're not familiar with it, get familiar with it. If you have the Target app, you literally shop what you need to buy, put that you're going to pick it up. You pull up, say, I'm here. You put your parking space in. You can even have somebody else pick up your stuff. They give you a little code. You show it to them. They're so nice and polite. They put all your stuff in your trunk, in your seat, wherever you tell them. And honestly, it really got me through the pandemic when I was pregnant. It got me through the pandemic when I had Gigi. It's just me and Gigi, and she's a baby, and I couldn't, I wasn't like trying to get her in and out of the car. So it was very easy, convenient to pull up, grab your shit, and keep it pushing. And so shout out to you, Target. I cannot stress that enough. I've even given them a shout out on Twitter, and they even retweeted my little shout out because. They are also that, that girl. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so for me, um, I, I got a nice little surprise earlier this week um, that my husband is actually uh, paying for me to go out to Vegas and see Usher. So. Oh, exciting. Yes, yes, I'm very, very excited about that. Um, now, have you seen I him before? Have, I have. Oh, he, he puts good, on such he? a great show. Yes, he it's, does. It's been a long time, though. It's been a very long time. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a long time either. Oh, yes, baby. <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> next thing I am very grateful for, listeners, as you know, my daughter, she was gone. Uh, she was uh, house-sitting uh, for friends of ours out here, and she's back home. And I'm so excited to have her home. And I was like, I missed her little voice, you know? But, it, I mean, honestly, there's not much of a difference because, you know, teenagers – she never came out of her room in the first place and she's doing the exact same thing now that she's back home. So I see her in passing if, yeah, okay, maybe I see my daughter, but she's home. So happy about that. Also very, very happy. We found out um, as far as my son's school is concerned, because he's going to school to be a chef, uh, that his uh, curriculum will actually be online very happy about that. Um, we were thinking one of two things had to happen. He either had to commute or um, he was going to have to, we were going to have to put him in student housing, um, not having to do mm-hmm. either of that. So I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, he uh, will actually be using my kitchen as his classroom um, and cameras nice. and internet and all that fun new stuff. So Oh, good. I'm glad you said it because I was about I was just about to ask you, like, how does that yeah, work? How does that set yeah, up work? But okay. yeah. it's it's uh it's pretty cool, you know. And uh, we'll get to be the guinea pigs and taste his cooking, so this will be nice. <laughs> oh, that is so cool! That is yeah. so cool. Go, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe, and share with a friend or two or a few. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SheTellsPod. As always, be good to yourself and take care of you.